Oh, baby. We're live, and we already have the draft ripping. I'm going to be honest. I didn't think it was going to start this quickly, but it done did it. So we are uh, feet to the fire. How's everybody doing? It's a beautiful Saturday morning out here in the Big Apple. And the underdog beautiful people have opened back up the Chihuahua, which is their Superflex tournament. This is the first time we're doing a draft with Superflex, and they gave me the 101. All right. This wasn't uh this is not fraud. And I don't think anyone would argue that Patrick Mahomes should probably be the number one quarterback going off the board in regular drafts, in super flex drafts, in all of that good shit. So we're just gonna rip off Mahomes and then we can chill until we're bike up on the clock at the two twelve and the three one at the turn. Now, in the Chihuahua, if you do super flex drafts, the strategy with QBs. You're obviously going to want at least three, usually four quarterbacks. And they go off the board early. And they go off the board often. Okay, so you have to use your premium picks on them. Now, in best ball formats, which which this is, and this is the reason why you should be on underdog. If you've never played on underdog, it's a best ball format where you don't actually make any sit-start decisions. You don't actually make any waiver wire moves, which you might be saying like, oh, that... That stinks. And I would say, no, that is literally the best. You don't have to stay up till fucking Tuesday, 12 a.m., midnight, whatever, whatever, whatever. And um, and it, it just makes your life a lot easier, okay? And these are $3 entries. This one's actually a $4 entry. And you come back at the end of the year to see if you won. But with that being said, you can't make moves on the waiver wire. If a quarterback gets hurt, you don't get to pick up other players. You don't get to make sit start decisions. They start the best players each week. So that's kind of a beautiful thing about it. But you need to think a little bit more logically now as it relates to um, the quarterback position because there are going to be bye weeks. There are going to be guys that get hurt. So you need to have multiple starting quarterbacks. And that's the way I would look at normal super flex drafts as well. You want three on the roster. Do they need to be elite? No. But if you're going to give me the number one goddamn pick, you're you, you fucking can, you can guarantee I'm taking Patty Mahomes. This is a uh, half PPR. You start one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a super flex. And then I believe another flex on top of it. So we're starting a lot of players. I believe this is a 20-round draft. You're damn right. We've got our shirts tucked in. And, um, yeah, we're ready to hang out. Now, I am streaming. I'm streaming on uh, a software called Ecamm Live, and I know their comments have gotten a little crazy sometimes uh, when I put, a, I put them up on the screen. So I might just have to, like, read them back to you guys rather than uh, – rather than throwing them up on the screen and ruining how beautiful it looks right now. You guys like the white mode or the dark mode? I know a lot of y'all be calling me crazy for not doing dark mode. I don't know. I think the white mode looks kind of crispy. So far, uh, we had, who'd we have in the first round? So you could see the first seven picks in the Superflex drafts are Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert. And then you had, that's, wow, that's three Justins in a row. Tell you what, if you are... Having a kid in the next few years, just name him Justin. I feel like you're – name him Justin or at least have him just start with the name Jay. I feel like we had Justin Fields, Justin Herbert, Justin Jefferson at the 1678, and we also have a Jalen, we have a Josh, we have a Joe. What the fuck is going – we got a Jamar? This is nuts. 
What the fuck? White mode is a little too crisp. All right, all right, all right, whatever. I do it for my city. I do it for y'all. Um, So we had the first non-quarterback off the board at the 108, which was Justin Jefferson. I'm not going to be mad if he's my first-round pick. We had T-Law. We had Jamar Chase. We had Tua. We had Travis Kelsey. Wow, Tua before Travis Kelsey. I love Tua, but not even my ass would do that. Cooper Cup and Tyree Kill at the, at the turn is kind of sexy. Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, Sean Watson, Kirk Cousins. So it's going to force me to really go in on the quarterback position if I want to get risque. I kind of hope uh, Anthony Richardson falls to me here. He's kind of like a cool tournament play in a super flex draft. Hey, we got 76 people in here and only five thumbs up. If you're watching this video, hit the thumbs up button, please. Show some love. White mode is a, like Ecamm. What kind of software are you running? Why would a comment pop up up there? How does that make sense? What are we doing here? Uh, there goes the QBs. We have Bijan, Diggs. It would have been cool if I had uh, Jalen Hurts. and uh, Don't have to stack him. Okay. So do we want to take another QB here? Do we want to take a couple of really good wide receivers? Uh, DJ's all right. I, I don't really love DJ for fantasy this year. I do really like Geno Smith, I think. So I'm gonna I'm probably gonna use one pick on Geno. And I think the thing about Geno as well is he offers a lot of like stacking ability. You can definitely get a another uh Seattle wide receiver when you take a guy like Geno Smith in super flex formats, because DK and um DK and Lockett are not overly expensive and they're both good players. So now we're sitting here at the three one. Do we want to grab our first wide receiver? We probably should, given the fact that we have to start three wide receivers. I do really like Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, and Saquon. CD Garrett Wilson. Uh, give me Waddle. I love Waddle. Yep, I did definitely just took Jalen Waddle over CD Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams. I love Waddle this year. I I don't know how many videos I can make talking about him. You know, you guys are gonna get so sick of me. I don't blame you either. Why are you guys keep yelling about Gibbs? We have Jameer Hobbs, Gibbs, Zach Gibbs. What's wrong with y'all? So we have two, we got two QBs and we got Jalen Waddle. And I think the four or five turn will be, we'll, we'll have nice, um, we'll have nice options there because typically we have good running back options there available in like one quarterback draft. So I can imagine they'll be even better this way. Check settings. It might be, oh, okay. Might be two wide receivers, not three. Ah! Oh, no. Fuck, you're right. You are right. The Chihuahua settings are one QB, one super flex, two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, a flex, a regular flex, and 12 benchies. Damn. All right, well... If that was your settings, like if you play in a super flex league where you're starting two wide receivers, that obviously devalues them, especially in half PPR. If I knew that, um, if I had done known that, I probably would have gone with one of those running backs over Jalen Waddle. I probably would have grabbed Tony Pollard or Saquon or Jonathan Taylor. But you live and you learn, and maybe you pass away.
31% of dub. What does that mean? If you don't take three quarterbacks in the first six rounds of these, you are toast. Yeah, of course. The problem is, it's like, if you wait till the sixth round to take your QB3, you're rolling out Mac Jones there. 31% of wide receiver ones are third-year wide receivers. Waddle. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think there's a question of whether or not Waddle will be a wide receiver one this year. He's a wide receiver one last year. I think the question is, can can both him and Hill be top five wide receivers, right? Can both of them really, really eat in this offense? And again, my argument has continued to be they had like a 53% target share last year. They got rid of their highest pass-catching tight end in Mike Kosicki. They didn't add any wide receivers that will really, you know, um, add to his room. And they didn't add any, like, real pass-catching running backs. So I see a world where Jalen Waddle's target share is up at 25%, and he was literally the single most efficient wide receiver in the NFL last year, yards per targets, yards per reception, et cetera. Um, so I think both of them could be top five wide receivers, absolutely. Like I, I feel like every target is going to go to one of those two. All right. So we're about five, six picks away, and the best quarterbacks available now are Derek Carr, Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett. Man, Derek Henry down at the 4-6 is crazy. Ooh, Ramondre. There's no way he's falling to me here. but So Bogus started off with three quarterbacks. He went Fields, Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sure he's just going to kind of fade the position from here on out. Let's see what we could do here. Yep, like DK might be sitting there for us. Um, I wouldn't even hate going with a tight end if – Actually, I'm like really, really in on George Kittle this year. I think I'm going to start drafting him a ton. But we'll see uh, where Geno flops. I mean, we definitely want to grab a, a running back, I think, here, if someone okay is available, given that we only start two wide receivers. Andre Mark Andrews. Here goes Carr. Let's see. The other thing in the tournaments, I think, about grabbing like one of these lower quarterbacks as kind of like a decent pick is that the stacking options are also really easy with them. Like Jordan Love, you could stack super easily with Romeo Dobbs or Luke Musgrave, which is kind of enticing. Well, didn't get him. Do we go with a third QB here? Mm. Mm. I, th I think I'm going to sit on a third quarterback right now. Ah, there goes Brees. All right, so we've got... I think I kind of got to take DK here. Just because I took Geno, unless we want to wait on Tyler Lockett. I don't think he'll make it around to the next turn, though. Actually, yeah, he will. I think he definitely will because he's all the way down there. He's oh fuck, we timed out. Shit, shit. All right, we took T. Higgins. Whatever. Uh, we need a. We definitely need a running back here. So we have Najee who's going to get the volume. We have Etienne who I think's a little bit risky, but's got the upside. Gibbs, I'm out on in half PPR. 
Kenneth Walker's cool, but Zach Charbonnet's there. Joe Mixon, should we just go back-to-back Cincinnati guys? Should we just say, like, listen, this is the offense we want to be part of? I do really, really like Aaron Jones. I think he's wildly underrated. I like J.K. Dobbins as well. Fuck it. Let's go back-to-back Cincinnati guys. I just, I just like, the, the closer we get to the season, the more I'm fine with Joe Mixon as an RB1. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have anything else there behind him besides Chase Brown. Sean Henry. Timing out and not knowing the settings makes you the spoon of the bunch. I've never heard someone use the word spoon as like an adjective. That's it too. That's Cincy and Chiefs week 17 correlation. That's why I did it. Chiefs and Cincy play week 17. Hopefully we get a little shootout action. We got Mahomes. We got Higgins. We got Joe Mixon. Let's go. Um, and if you're new to underdog, if you're new to underdog, which I promise you is the best way to prepare for your actual season long drafts with your friends and whatever, if you are new to underdog and you have not yet signed up or deposited one, we've got the link down below that'll take you right to the app store, Google, Apple, iOS, whatever you got, it'll take you right there. And if it's your first time depositing, throw down 10 bucks, use the promo code BDGE and they will match it. So you'll have $20 in your account. Or if you throw down 20, you'll have 40 in your account to play with all the way up to $100 if you want to match it there. If you throw down 20 bucks, use the code, you will have $40 to play with. If you have $40 to play with, you can, I'm not great at math. Actually, I'm pretty good at math. You can do 13 drafts between now and when the season starts. That'll have you prepped, okay? All this ADP is sharp as shit. It's the opposite of me. It's extremely sharp given that everyone is playing for money. So underdog is absolutely, uh, is absolutely the single best place to prepare for your fantasy drafts. Go download the app. Use promo code BDGE when you sign up. All right. So we've had a rip of wide receivers go right now. We had DK at the 5-4. Debo, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley. We're still not up for another like 12 picks or so. Let me throw me over here and let's put the big board up on the screen. A lot of purple up there. A lot of purple. Barney would be proud. We had, what, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 quarterbacks go off the board in the first two rounds. So 14 of the first 24 picks were QBs. Then you saw it lighten up a little bit. We got a sprinkle of running backs. We got a sprinkle of wide receivers. You see a pretty heavy running back uh, turn down here at the 4-11 through the 5, or the 4-5 through the 5-3. That's kind of... The same in real drafts, too, I think. Wow, I didn't see Christian Watson go all the way down there at 6'3". I feel like that's super late for him, even in super flex. So, with the team we have set up right now, we are seven picks away. I don't think ETN falls back to me, but I do still like a lot of the running backs available. Like ETN, obviously, I would take in the sixth, seventh round. Walker, like down here. Jones, I like down here. I like Dobbins. Sanders, I'm even fine with down here. Uh, Demon, I made a whole ass video yesterday about it, so I'm cool with him as well. And I'm glad we went with some wide receivers here because obviously I don't like them as much as the running back group. And I think that's kind of like the sweet spot of a lot of the drafts. 
I love Terry, but you know, he probably won't, maybe won't last. I will take George Kittle if he falls to me at the six twelve. Absolutely. And maybe we look at our um maybe we look at our third QB. We probably have to do that. And there goes McLaurin. I was thinking maybe a Sam Howell McLaurin stack. Yeah, I really like Sam Howell, dude. I really, really like him as a QB three in this type of format. He was an awesome, awesome college quarterback two years ago. Threw for a fuckload of yards, lost most of his weapons, and then his senior year, he ran for a shitload of yards. He is really, really, um, he is really, really underratedly good on the ground. He had the one start last year. And he ran for 35 yards and a touchdown. And that's the kind of stuff he brings to the um that's the kind of stuff he brings to the team of Washington and your fantasy team is underrated fantasy upside. Like he had 19 points, fantasy points in that um in that win. Oh, man, there's a lot of players I like here. Ah, I don't want to draft my third QB yet, but I feel like I kind of have to. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take Howell here. I'll take Howell here, and then do I grab my second running back or do I grab George Kittle? Mm. Mm. What do you guys think here? I feel like we're underrating Kittle's upside, especially in these best ball type leagues. He has three of the highest nine receiving yardage games ever at the tight end position. His upside is crazy, but I want one of these running backs. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Kittle here. I'll take Kittle. No, no, fuck, shit. That's yeah, all right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really in on Kittle here at this price. I, I I think like he hasn't really put it together for a full season, but his week to week upside is so crazy. And in these best ball drafts, I'm gonna grab two more. You start um, you start jiggle. <laughs> you start to grab like three to four tight ends. And the cool part about the these um. The cool part about the down or the Chihuahua drafts when you're doing Superflex is they extend it from 18 to 20 rounds. So we actually have an extra round, which you know you're obviously supposed to use it at the quarterback position, but I will use it on a, an extra tight end. So um, I could stack up three or four young tight ends, and hopefully that kind of like supplements my team a little bit. So now we're seeing the QB run after I took Howell. But, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Howell, man. I, I think he's got a lot of, like, fantasy upside from the rushing department. He was awesome as a senior at UNC in the rushing category, and I think he did that because he didn't have the weapons anymore. But now he's got a good group of weapons around him. they got a you know an average offensive line at least. Uh, Terry, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel. Uh, they got a good group of running backs. Not great, but, like, Gibson's a good pass catcher. B-Rob's a good runner, kind of. And um, – and they're going to use their tight ends a lot. So I, I, I'm i I'm very much into Sam Howell as my QB3 in Superflex drafts. Do I love the team so far? There, there's no picks that I don't, that I like hate. So didn't he run a really slow 40? I mean, yeah, he did run a really slow 40, but like he also, I'm, I'm almost positive he, uh, I can't remember if he topped a thousand yards or not. Hold on. Okay, he ran for 828 yards and 11 touchdowns as a junior in college. And I believe, if I remember correctly, that includes sack yardage being negative. So I do believe he ran for over 1,000 yards at the college level and 11 touchdowns his junior year. So I'm far less concerned about his um, 
his 40 time. And last year, again, in his one start, he ran for 35 yards and a score. And I think we're going to see like an underratedly high number of rushing statistics come out of Howell this year. He's just a playmaker when he needs to do it. Come on, let these running backs fall to me. God damn it. Shouldn't have said anything. Let's go, people. We got 109 watchers and only 34 thumbs being thrown at the screen. Take your fingerprint, put it up. Oh fuck, there goes Tyler Lockett. Shit. I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna drop. I can still get JSN though. I can still get JSN if he's chilling. I like Godwin. I like Traylon Burks as well. I even like Mike Evans down here. Demont Swift. Pacheco's kind of cool, I guess. He'll get the volume. Don't love a lot of the other running backs, though. Man, tight ends are chilling. They are falling. Do I grab a fourth quarterback just to say fuck it and screw people? Thoughts on weekly winners. So weekly winners is uh, a new tournament that underdog released, which is fucking awesome. I actually thought it was something different when I first saw the announcement. So you draft your team like you do a normal draft that you'll have for the year. You'll have your, you have your team for the year, but there's, it's basically a new tournament every week. You don't redraft, but you have your team. And then there's basically a winner every single week. So there's $20,000 going to the best team in week one. Then your team resets in week two, same team, obviously, but the score resets and the winner of week two, the highest scoring team in week two, $20,000. And it's every week of that throughout the entire regular season, which is cool. Because a lot of the tournaments that they play in on underdog, you're playing to think about like stacking correlation in rounds 15, 16, or weeks 15, 16, and 17. Because those are the playoff weeks, right? Those are the playoff weeks in um, those are the playoff weeks in fantasy football. So you're thinking about that. But now the weekly winners game is literally a new champion every single week, which is awesome. I actually thought the weekly winners game was the chance to redraft a full team every single week, which would be fucking awesome too. I hope they release that type of gameplay. That would be dope. Like you get to redraft the team almost. It's almost like doing rest of season rankings every single week, you know, like being able to redraft the team just for one week, winner take 20 K, whatever it is. I think that would be a dope game type. Thoughts on Trey Lance for Dynasty? Surely he gets a shot, even if not with Superflex, right? Or Sanford. <laughs> Tell me you fucking play fantasy football way too much without telling me. Uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely off Trey Lance in Dynasty. I mean, it depends on what kind of value you could trade for him, but, like, he's uh, – if, if I'm doing, like, a Dynasty startup league right now and Trey Lance is on the board in the sixth, that's a no. In the seventh, that's a no. In the eighth – Starting to maybe open my mind to it, but almost definitely a no. I think it would almost have to be ninth round, probably later, in a dynasty startup super flex draft. So not a lot of great value there. Oh, there goes all my players. There goes all my fucking players. Miss Demont by five picks. Miss JSN by three picks. Miss Godwin by three picks. Gosh darn it. All right, well, we still have three players that I like. And we're only two picks away. And he didn't take any of the players that I like. Cool. So we'll probably be able to get... I don't even really like Pacheco that much, but I'll take him here.
All right, cool. So we got our choice of Pacheco, Evans, and Burks, which is where I'm leaning, I think. You take Tannehill as a QB4. Ingram, nah. Uh, we'll definitely take Pacheco as the one. Who do we like more about? Uh, who do we like more out of Burks and Evans? I uh, actually, literally, the video I filmed five minutes before hopping on this live stream, I talked about both of those dudes. So Burks, I think there's like a real chance he has a 25 to 28% target share. There is nothing else on that depth chart. It's fucking Nick Westbrook-Akini. It's Racy McMath, if that's even his name. It's Chiggy, a tight end. But they have nobody to throw the ball to, and every report out of camp is like, um, is Burks over... Is Burks just like going crazy this year in the offseason as compared to last year? But I also think Mike Evans is wildly underrated too. Like, I don't know why we're just writing him off completely. Where do we like going? Where do we like going? I'm going to go with Evans over Burks for right now. I think that's a really good dichotomy there. But like a thousand yards, nine straight seasons, their depth chart has shit on it too. It's Mike Evans, it's Chris Godwin. They're going to get every target there. Um, they don't have a tight end of consequence. Fournette's out of there, 83 targets. I just feel like Mike Evans is so fucking underrated this year. It's it's it makes me sick. So I would have liked Burks, but I I feel like Burks's good season will be like what Mike Evans's normal season has been for the last ten years. You know, I get it. You don't want to use a four. You don't want to use a four or five round pick on Mike Evans. Neither do I. But at ninth round, Mike Evans, yeah, you can give that to me. Thoughts on firing Tony? Um, I'd rather the, the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, fire you. A league like that got to be, Tyree Kill got to be in consideration for 101. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's a real league where you're thinking about stacking teammates, thinking about stacking teams, thinking about bye weeks, you know, because if you draft a whole team that has like bye weeks, of like 13, right? Like week 11, week 13, week 10 or whatever, you have a really, really strong roster every other week. And if you have multiple players on a team, you know, if you got Mahomes and Kelsey together, they're going to have monster fucking weeks. So the strategy definitely becomes very, very different, super fun. But that, that tournament's available right now if you guys want to go fucking draft on weekly winners. And again, use promo code BDG. If it's your first time depositing on Underdog, they're going to hit you with a 100% deposit match. I like Hollywood Brown more than both. Um, I do not. I I get it. I get it. But I'm I'm really nervous about Kyler. And in the games where Kyler wasn't starting, Marquise Brown was not good. Marquise Brown was not good. I'm gonna pull up his actual numbers. I forget what I think I was listening to establish the run and and uh, Adam Levitan I think was ripping off his stats in non Kyler Murray starts like the end of the season last year I'm gonna read off Marquise Brown's numbers from week twelve onward six for forty six four for thirty four four for nineteen three for fifty seven six for sixty one and I get it I get it like D Hop was playing for some of these games. But it's not like Brown's volume 
I mean, it, it dipped a little bit, but he still got nine, eight, 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 six, nine targets. He just didn't do shit with them because the passes were wildly inaccurate. I just don't really want to rely on a wide receiver who is probably going to be tied to his. And they're also talking about like Colt McCoy might not be the quarterback. I forget who the fucking backup backup quarterback is, but they're saying he's going to have a real chance to start as well just to see what he's got. Like this is going to be a really bad offense. They're not going to have a lot of scoring opportunities. I could just see a lot of games where uh, Hollywood goes like five for 50 and doesn't score touchdowns. And the offense just doesn't run a lot of plays because they won't be fast paced. I think it's going to be ugly. Could Richardson top 12 QB in year one? Yeah, I mean, of course. If he's going to start 17 games, I'd be pretty surprised if he doesn't finish, like, at worst quarterback 15. His rushing is, is crazy, you know? But I think the chance, the thing with Richardson is, like, there's a chance he gets, there's a chance he doesn't start right away, but there's also a chance he gets benched because of games where maybe he throws three to four interceptions or something like that. Like, that's my worry with him. I also think, like, there's a chance that he can be like Justin Fields last year without the rushing production. It's crazy. Like, I get it. Richardson's athletic as shit, but to project people to run for like 100 yards, 120 yards at the quarterback position on the ground is nuts. So imagine last year, Justin Fields with less rushing production, but the same passing stuff. Like, Richardson's not going to have a ton of passing volume. Fields didn't have a lot of passing volume and didn't have a lot of passing statistics. So imagine Justin Fields last year, fantasy, less rushing production. Could that still be top 12? Absolutely. But like, I'm not over the fucking hills trying to get him on my team. All right, we are, what, three picks away? Not a ton of great options available on the board. Kind of like Evan Ingram at tight end. Don't love the wide receivers here. Ugh. QBs are fucking gross. Oh, man, I kind of wanted Gibson there. Made the video about Samaja Piran the other day. He'll, he's on my list for sure. Hmm. Uh, fat Pat, Fat Pat. Should we grab a second tight end? Nah, I think we'll chill for that. Um, we'll grab our, we'll grab Samaje, who I think is gonna have just such a big role with Javante nursing that fucking injury still. Do we go with another wide receiver here? I've been off Zay Flowers. I've been off. I've been off like every fucking receiver on this list. Honestly, I don't. I don't really like any of them. Damn, this is gross. We know Dylan's going to get volume. We know Brian Robinson's going to get volume. Harris and Penny make me are terrifying. A, a chain. As much as I like him, talented wise, I have no idea what kind of volume he's going to get. I like Cool Herbert a lot. I think I might just take Pat Firemuth. He's like the only player that I feel comfortable with knowing what his role is going to be. Like, I, I just know he's a good player. You know what I mean? Like, I just I just want a good fantasy player. that I just don't want to fuck up the pick. David Blau, that's it. Yep. Why don't we like Zay Flowers? Uh, I just, I mean, like... Dude, what is the passing volume going to be in that offense? They're going to throw the ball 30 times a game. And they're splitting those those throws between 
Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., J.K. Dobbins, maybe Keaton Mitchell. Like, I just don't understand what the realistic upside is from Flowers. I, I don't understand what the real, realistic upside is for most of the players that are pass catchers in this offense. Like, they're all, they're all going to eat at each other in an offense that just doesn't have a ton of volume to begin with, you know? You're right. Odell, I, I agree. Like, I, I, there's not a draft in the world where I'm taking Odell Beckham. Like, there's no chance I'm taking anything from him. But he'll still end up with probably, like, 60 targets, right? And 60, 60 targets in an offense that throws the ball 400 to 450 times, 475 times, it's not nothing, you know? It's still, it's still eating at the other pass catchers in that offense. So it's 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 not that I don't like Zay Flowers. I'm just like, what what's his realistic upside in year one statistically? You know, I don't know, sixty catches, seven hundred yards, five five touchdowns maybe, which isn't. I guess it's not terrible down here at the eleven, but I I don't know. He's just, he, he, I just have a very hard time getting around like a practical upside for him. I like Zay and Dynasty more. Yeah, I mean, that's like it's like everyone's like, oh, you know, better in best ball, better in Dynasty, of course. My worry is that they will use Odell in two wide receiver sets. Uh, that's actually a very, you know, that's a very real concern that I feel like ha we haven't really been um that we haven't really talked about at all. That no one really mentions. Uh I think that's also a, a possibility too. You draft a guy like Zay Flowers who is definitely undersized, maybe he becomes a slot guy. And we also don't know what kind of offense Todd Munkin's gonna bring. Like in Tampa, they used, you know, like an aerial assault. They had a lot of high-flying wide receivers that they wanted to get down the field when they had Todd Munkin. But last year, we have um, – last year, we have Todd Munkin in Georgia where they're using multiple tight ends all the time. They are using Darnell Washington. They're using Brock Bowers. They're thrown to their running backs. They don't use their wide receivers that much. So do they do two more two wide receiver sets? Does the Zay Flowers play 60% of the snaps in year one? I don't really want a 60% snap guy. That's the other problem. Do you think the Vikings are going to sign a vet running back? No, I do not. I, I think they're comfortable with what they have here. I think they're going to use a committee. But I don't think they're going to sign anybody else. Any Dalvin Cook news? Nope. I have not gotten any Dalvin Cook news in, in quite some time. All right. Let's see what we got. After I took Fat Pat, we had Michael Thomas, Damian Harris, Zay Flowers, A.J. Dillon, Brian Robinson, Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams is, is interesting in this type of uh, league format as well because you are in a tournament. You're playing for, you know, the playoffs and stuff. So he's kind of a cool pick that could have some upside down the stretch of the season when you really need them. Uh, Trey Lance, Rashad Penny, Tyler Boyd, Devon A. Chain, Khalil Herbert, Sky Moore, Elijah Mitchell, Alan Lazar, Chiggy, Cortland Sutton. I probably need to start grabbing some KC wide receivers too. I really didn't uh, correlate well on this team. Not great. Not great, Nikki baby. 
thoughts. You know what the other thing I might do too is because none of these other guys are starters, I might grab Jacoby Brissett and just kind of lock up that Washington quarterback spot. Not going to be great, but there I know I have my third uh, my third quarterback. We're almost on the clock. Let's see what we got here. Dobbs is getting a lot of fucking hype out of camp. Um, he was someone that I was like not really even thinking about drafting. I kind of assumed that. Um, fuck, fuck, Mikey, you piece of shit. It's not even Mikey. It's Mike V. Mike fucking V. These nuts. God damn it! I really wanted him there, but but I like Zay Jones too. You know, we can cook with Zay. You want to talk about Zay's that we like? I like Zay Jones. Fuck him. Damn, that was tough. That was tough. I wanted Dobbs there. Zay Jones. Um, I don't hate Michael Gallup down here either. Maybe I could take Rashi. I haven't heard a goddamn thing about Rashi Rice since he joined the team. Running backs. I like Jalen Warren a little bit. I like Kendra Miller as a tournament play for sure. Tank Bigby's cool too. I think I like I think I like Tank right now. I like Tank over Kendra and redraft. Mm, that's so tough. Who do I like more? I'm gonna go Kendra for the tournament. I'm gonna go Kendra for the tourney. Thoughts on Michael Thomas this year? I'm I'm pretty out on Michael Thomas. Um Again, it's just it. We're like rechasing his prime. I think Olave is the clear one there. Um, had he like put up good numbers last year, put up some good separation numbers last year, I'd be a little bit higher on him. But uh, even like this, the single statistics where it's you know separation versus man coverage or uh, success versus man and press coverage, they were significantly down from where he was during his prime. You know. It wasn't just the injury. He was he he he's just gotten a little bit worse. So I'm kind of off on Michael Thomas. Are you fading Tony for the other Chiefs wide receivers? Feel like a better value to me. I'm 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 kind of fading him based on where he's going right now. Let me pull up the draft board. Where'd he go? All right. Well, he went at the nine eleven in this pit in this round or in this draft, and which that normally would be like the seventh round. Seventh round, I just feel like is way too risky for me on uh, on a player like that. I'm out on Tony on the seventh round pick. Who, in your opinion, is the wide receiver one in Jacksonville? Uh, Calvin Ridley, for sure. I feel like Bateman has done nothing since he got drafted, and he's probably going to do nothing again this year. I've had him every year since he got drafted. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just that guy that, like, when he stays on the field, he performs really, really well, but he can't stay on the field. Um, so I I still think he's a uh, I still think he's a really good wide receiver. Um, I hope that we can see him put it together for a full 16, 17 games, but who knows? If you want to fade him for injury, sure, I get it, but I, I still think he's plenty talented. Like, if you just look at any of the games where he's playing with Lamar Jackson, he's he's performed really, really well. Super chat. What's up, Patronus? Would you do a vid or talk about who you would actually take at each spot round one of PPR 12 team? I get your guide, but freeze in real life. Um, I mean, those usually, the, the guys I would take would just, that that's how I do my rankings. When I put together rankings for redraft leagues, 
they're based on I, I go through and do these drafts and then I say like, oh, would I take who who would I take first? Who would I take second? You know, like I I do my rankings not where I think like people are gonna finish, but how I would draft. So it's kind of the same. Oh, we want to talk basketball? Thoughts on Damian Lillard requesting a trade? I mean, not surprising. How many fucking years can they be mediocre when you have a superstar? It must be tough. Like he wants to keep his principles, you know. He wants to he wants to be the person that sticks with his team through thick and thin and go down as a superstar for Portland and be the dude that everyone's like, man, he did the right thing while everybody was doing sucker shit. Eventually you just look around and everybody's doing sucker shit and you're like, God damn it, I gotta succumb to this bullshit. Um, so it's unfortunate, but uh I wanna see him go somewhere and win and play with other good good uh other good teammates, you know what I mean? He ain't coming to the Knicks, though, so I don't give a fuck. All right, we got two picks till we're bike on the... God damn it! Bruh! The one fucking time I had the guy lined up, Rashi Rice was there for the stack. What is wrong with these people? What is wrong with you, Jonesy Picks and fucking Mike V, you pieces of shit, scum, filth, Dirtbag motherfuckers. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Shit. God damn it. All right. Let's see what we got here. Did we take a QB? No, I think we're just going to rock with three quarterbacks like a moron. We need a wide receiver. All right. All right. I guess we'll take fucking Adam Thielen. I don't want, I'm not taking MVS. I'm just not. He had every, he had every chance to be a playmaker last year. He had every chance to do well last year and score two fucking touchdowns. I just, he's just not it. He's just not it. Hmm. Who else we got here? Do we want to take a third tight end? I kind of want to take another tight end here. I like Laporta a lot. I think we're going to go with another tight end. Right, we got like four rounds left, I think. How's everybody doing? What are y'all getting into this weekend? Anybody got good, uh, good Saturday plans or what?
Best pick at two in a super flex. Uh, well, assuming Patty Mahomes is one, I don't think you can go wrong with Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen will put up insane passing yards with rushing numbers. He always rushes the fucking ball over 100 times, and he's like their goal line back. And then Jalen Hurts, you're basically getting an RB1 in the QB spot as well. He gets a goal line carry at least per game. He's improved every year, so I wouldn't be surprised if he took another step up in the passing game with another year of chemistry with fucking Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard. I don't think you can go wrong with either of those two in fantasy. Why is Knox so undervalued? He was important to the team and they moved weapons. A rookie tight end shouldn't be the reason. I, I, I kind of disagree. I think Donald Kincaid is the fucking truth. I mean, it, if if just to answer your question, why is he so undervalued? It's it's because Donald Kincaid. People see the first-round price tag on him. He's an athletic as shit. Uh, I almost said wide receiver because he's basically a wide receiver, but tight end. So um, that's why. He's also just like he's had a plenty of chances to, to like break out. I mean, he did have a good twenty twenty one, but it was more so because of the touchdowns. But it feels like tight ends, a lot of them like hit that five hundred yard mark and can never really progress over that. I wanted to ask you. A lot of people say that Roshan Johnson would have been right up there with Bijan Robinson if that wasn't. Nah, that's not. I mean, that's just not true. That's just not true. It's so easy for people to say that because. There's you can't be proven wrong on that. B, uh, Roshan Johnson is not anywhere close to Bijan Robinson. That's just fucking asinine. He's fine. He's a good three down back. He can do everything, but he doesn't do anything great. He's not a, that good of a runner anywhere near Bijan Robinson. He's not really explosive. He's a good but not great pass catcher. He's fine. He's that's just that's just annoying. That's, that fucking that this statement pissed me off right here. You done pissed me off. Brunch and Margs, that's the way Saturday afternoon should be spent. Did it last weekend. Trying not to double down on that. I'm trying to lock in for content. About to go check out Mount Rushmore today. That's fucking cool. That's cool as hell. I don't think I'll ever see Mount Rushmore just because I have to. What what state is Mount Rushmore in? That's a, I'm so fucking stupid geographically. Doing mailman stuff. Hey, there we go. The backbone of America. Can you go through your picks so far? Just joining in. Yes, I can. Uh, actually, let me make let me make these next two picks because I'm kind of close up, and then we'll go through the big uh, the big draft board. Did you end up winning any of your best ball drafts last year? I mean, yeah, I drafted like fucking a hundred teams, so I ended up winning. I ended up winning a one 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 league. I don't know how many I won, but. How do you feel about Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown combo? I mean, what's yeah, what's not to love? Two of the most explosive, exciting, athletic players in the NFL right now. And they're young as shit, both in their prime. Can't imagine either of them bust. All right, we're almost up. We need to start, we need to start uh, padding these skill positions. We've only got four running backs and five wideouts. Oh, boy, we're on the clock. Oh boy, the running backs are gross. I kind of want to take one of the Miami um, running backs, and I think I want to take Jeff Wilson only because Devon A. Chain just feels like a ten-year younger version of Mostert. 
And if there's someone whose role is going to be eaten into, it's probably going to be Mostert, whereas Jeff Wilson has like 20, 25 pounds on both of them and will probably be the goal line back in what should be a high-scoring offense. So I'll take Wilson here. And then at wide receiver, I don't hate DJ Chark, but I already have Adam Thielen, so I'm definitely not doubling down on the Carolina wide receivers. Paris Campbell has been getting a fuck ton of hype out of camp. Um, so I might just follow the smoke there. Jalen Hyatt's been getting a ton of negative reviews. Hodgins I really like too, actually. But again, where the smoke, there's fire, and Campbell is certainly getting lit up like a fucking bloont right now. Wandell's coming back from the ACL. I could see Campbell having a nice little year there, so... I'm going to go with Paris here. All right, let's look at the team right quick. We picked from the 101. This is a super flex draft. Uh, start two quarterbacks, two wide receivers, two running backs, one tight end, and one regular flex. So we went with Mahomes and Geno off the rip because, as you could see, a f- shit ton of QBs went. And uh, being on the turn, I didn't really have the luxury of waiting until the next round because otherwise, like, Kenny Pickett would have been my QB2. And you know we ain't doing that shit. So we had Mahomes, Geno, uh, and then I took Waddle Higgins. Uh, I took Mixon as my RB1, grabbed Sam Howell as my QB3. So we've kind of just padded the QB and left the position after that. George Kittle as my tight end one. Pacheco as my RB2. Back to the wide receiver hole. Mike Evans, Samaje Pirine. Pat Fryermuth in the 11th, Zay Jones, Kendra Miller, who I like more in this tournament style of play, Adam Thielen, Sam Laporta, Jeff Wilson, Paris Campbell. So that's the team right now. I didn't realize that it was only start two wide receivers. I thought it was start three wide receivers when I made this Jalen Waddle pick. So I probably would have taken uh, Nick Chubb, JT, any of the running backs that went in this round over Waddle had I known that. And then I could have gone with... T. Higgins and D.K. Metcalf on the turn there and stacked Metcalf with Geno. Man, the team would be a lot sexier if I actually had done that. Yeah, I could have went with uh, could have went with like Saquon here and then had Higgins and D.K. with the stack on Geno. Fuck, fuck. I'm sad now. I'm somber. So that's the squad. That's the the squadron, the firing squad. Thanks, Nicholas. What are we drinking on this holiday weekend? Uh, I have, like, no fucking plans for the holiday weekend. We actually have our first intern flying in from Florida right now. He actually probably landed already, and we'll be at the HQ within the next hour. So I'll be uh, I'll be doing a little babysitting right now. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is, like, the time of the year where I really got it. We have a lot of moving parts going on right now inside the business, so I'm not really trying to go, like, fuck my day up necessarily. That shit just sets me back too far. North Dakota. Neither <laughs> neither of y'all even fucking know where it is. North Dakota. S- South Dakota. One of them Dakotas. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, love to go see Mount Rushmore, but I don't I don't imagine myself ever setting foot in one of those Dakotas. In a standard draft, I got the fifth pick. Eckler, Barclay, or Robinson. Bar- I don't know why I said Barclay. Barkley or Robinson. Um, ooh, that's tough. Three pass catching backs in a standard league. Eckler's just—it's crazy because Eckler's like it's—it feels so gross in a standard league, but he ends up with eighteen hundred yards from scrimmage and fifteen touchdowns every year. You know, it almost doesn't matter that it's a standard league. If Barkley's playing though, I'm pro—I think I'm probably going to take him 
I think I'd probably take Saquon in a standard league if he doesn't hold out. So let's look at the quarterback situation here because this is super flex and this might be where you make a little bit of money at the QB position. So I think Mike White is kind of a sharp pick here because Tua's obviously got the concussion issues. And if Tua goes down at any point with a concussion and he misses, you know, a month, two weeks or a month, two months, you got Mike White thrown to some good fucking weapons. So that's a good, I like that pick. I think Gardner is probably a pretty good pick as well, given the fact that we don't know if Anthony Richardson's going to actually start the year or if he gets benched at any point during the year. Uh, Kyle Trask is definitely in a battle with Baker. I think Baker's going to win the job, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Kyle Trask start somewhere from six to eight games this year. So I think those are all good picks. Who else we got? McCoy could start with um, McCoy could start with um, Kyler returning from the ACL. But again, they I think they talked about David. I don't think they said David Blau. I feel like it was another it was another QB that they were thinking about Clayton Toon that's it y'all said David Blau but it's Clayton Toon I was gonna say it had to have been a young quarterback because why the fuck would they start David Blau uh who else Darnold's interesting because he's probably the QB2 on the depth chart and Brock Purdy's on his way back from his elbow injury so he might not start Taylor Heineke's a little bit interesting too because if Desmond Ritter stinks the Falcons will probably be a good enough team that they're fighting for a playoff spot all year so if Ritter's not good I could see them benching him for Heineke at some point after that the rest of the fucking group is disgusting but these are these are definitely dudes i think these next three guys are worth rostering in this format we need to make some picks though in the 18th 19th round i like josh downs man he's a player robert woods is kind of interesting too they don't have a lot of pass catchers out there in houston and they did just give him like a decently sized deal so i kind of fuck with robert woods as like a floor play Grab another running back right now. Probably should, but they're all fucking gross. All gross. Do we lock in Izzy or Dwayne McBride right now? If Dalvin Cook doesn't go to New York and Brees Hall's not ready for the beginning of the year, Izzy could be a guy. Dwayne McBride, I think, could be a guy. Oh, man. Would we rather a QB? Would we rather a QB, though, than one of these rookie running backs? I think I would. I think I'm just going to take Colt. I have three top six picks in 2024 draft. I don't know who to try to get with two of them. Life's toughest choices. I mean, that's. To trade for, I mean. Oh, wait, what? Super chat. Uh, who's some guys you think who are like three to six round picks that could have like Cooper Cup, Josh Jacobs seasons? I honestly love Amari Cooper. I love Amari Cooper too. He's one of the first guys that comes to mind there. Deshaun Watson can get back to his old self. I think Cooper will have a monster year. Um, I also like Cam Akers and Dobbins feel like guys that could be more so Cam Akers because he's got, I think, more of a three down skill set or at least an offense that will let him utilize a three down skill set more so than J.K. Dobbins. Uh, so Acres comes to mind for that guy. Um, who else is in round three to six? Let me look at let me look at the uh, underdog ADP right now, real quick. Mm. 
I think DJ Moore is super underrated. Um, Aaron Jones and Kenneth Walker are kind of both underrated at this point. Damian Pierce, I think, has a chance to be an actual workhorse and an improved offense as well. Those are probably the guys I'd be looking at. You don't think Lenny is getting signed? Lenny's so washed. He's so... I, I mean, I, I could see him getting signed somewhere, but I'd be shocked if he actually get, like made a fantasy impact this year. The only team that I actually feel like would be an okay fit that he would be a fucking annoyingly involved in would be the Patriots. I could see Lenny going to the Patriots and them being able to squeeze a, the, the little bit of juice that fat guy's got left in him. Calvin Ridley, that's actually a good answer for that as well. What number did Cup go in this draft earliest you would grab? Him? I think he actually fell to the 2-1. This is a super flex draft, so we had like nine QBs go in the first round. Let me see. Uh, yeah, he went 2-1 in a super flex draft. Um, I would have taken him all the way up probably where Tua went at like the one eleven. But, yeah, I, I have no problem taking Cup all the way up until uh, at the wide receiver two spot. Like if you want to take him at the 102, I've got no fucking problem with it. You want to take him over Jamar Chase? Got no problem with it. He was the wide receiver one in points per game before getting injured last year. Defense is going to be bad. They're going to throw the ball a lot. Yeah, cup cups up there for me. I know you don't draft rookie tight end, but is Michael Mayer worth a gamble? I mean, I drafted Sam Laporta in this draft. Um, Michael Mayer is the the one guy that, like, I, I think there's a lot of rookie tight ends that will come in and make an impact immediately, right? Like Dalton Kincaid, Sam Laporta, Luke Musgrave, some of those guys. Michael Mayer, the problem with him, he's in Las Vegas, right? And he's got a big name, so people think he's going to be the guy right away. But they have both Austin Hooper and O.J. Howard there, and I don't think either of them are good. But those are the exact guys that piss us off in fantasy where we wait like two years and every year we're like, just let Michael Mayer be the starter. Like, I can't believe you're playing Austin Hooper and OJ Howard over Michael Mayer. You know, those are the guys that we've been through this fucking we've been through this many, many times. Um, those are the dudes that are going to annoy the fuck out of us. And I don't see Michael Mayer like going for more than 400 yards this year because he's going to be splitting time with those dudes. Like they're the veterans that piss us off, even though they're not good. Lenny to Dallas if Zeke won't go back seems possible. Yeah, that that's the thing. It's like I, if they're going to go after Lenny, just re-sign Zeke. Makes no sense. We ready for Miami to be a top five offense? I mean, I'm clearly drafting like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking all in on Miami's offense. Super flex duo, Hurts and Fields or Hurts and Tua? Uh, Hurts and Fields easily. All right. We're on to our last pick-ish. We've got three tight ends, four QBs. Do we go with another running back? We've only got five of them. Or do we go with the wide receiver? Hmm. Oh, I could finally... Ah, Michael Wilson. I fucking love Michael Wilson. I actually might just go with him. Damn, do I go Izzy, Dwayne McBride, or Michael Wilson? I'm going to let y'all take the pick. Whoever has the most comments in the next 25 seconds for you guys choose for me. Mike Wilson, Izzy, Dwayne McBride. Why the fuck did I get a thumbs down there? Why did I get one thumbs down right at the end of the video? That's so disrespectful. You definitely just hung out with me for a fucking hour and then hit me with a thumbs down. That's crazy. Oh, you know why I'm going Michael Wilson? We finally got the stack. The first stack of my entire team is Colt McCoy and Michael Wilson. You think that's not going to win me 75 grand? You're out of your fucking mind, baby. Baby. If that's not the most 
electric ending to a goddamn Chihuahua draft. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, we're just, we're just ripping off thumbs downs now because I said that? You pieces of shit. You, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Okay. Uh, well, that's the draft. That is my draft. Here is my team on the right side. Mahomes, Geno, Sam Howell, Colt McCoy, Joe Mixon, Isaiah Pacheco, Samaja Ryan, Kendra Miller, Jeff Wilson. That running back room can use some help. We can use some help. Jalen Waddell, T. Higgins, Mike Evans, Zay Jones, Adam Thielen, Paris Campbell, Robert Woods, tight end, George Kittle, Fat Pat, and Sam Laporta. All right. Um, well, the Superflex drafts are open. The Chihuahua draft is open. They've got one quarterback drafts that you could win $3 million in the best ball mania, $3 million first place prize. You could also play in a regular 12-team league where you're only playing against 11 other people, and you could draft according to that. But I promise you, Underdog is the single best place to prep for your fantasy drafts because every draft is at least $3 to enter. You draft. You don't have to set lineups. You don't have to do the waiver wire. You come back at the end of the year. You win your league. You get money. They've got over-under props. They actually have fucking, uh, they got season-long props up right now. That if you're a fucking shop, you can go nail these things. You love to see it. Um, And make sure, if you deposit on Underdog for the first time, use promo code BDGE. It'll get you a 100% deposit match, all right? So if you want to go nail that Desmond Ritter over 15 and a half passing touchdowns, put down 20. Use promo code BDG. You'll have 40 to go with. All right. I am out of here. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging out with me on this Saturday. Have a wonderful, beautiful, fantastic, outrageous, enraged weekend. And I will see you guys on Monday. So subscribe to the channel if you are new. I'm out of here.